Lo and behold, it's time for another Chips and Bits podcast. Lo and behold. Yeah. <laughs> Lo and behold. Here we are again. I'm your host, Matthew Anderson. With me as always, <clears throat> the guy that can't help but make fun of you, Kenneth Myers. Avast, mateys! Come say aboard it. as we have another Chips and Bits podcast. Arr, say hi to the people. <laughs> Uh, you know what we should have done? I, I should have done a, some sort of crappy Italian accent intro to, to fit the theme uh, more precisely. That's right, because this podcast we're talking about dirty Italians. That's right. That's right. Like me. Well, I'm yep. a corner dirty Italian. Yep. Yeah. Was that your Chipotle? <clears throat> Did I just hear a Chipotle hiccup? No, it's I'm clearing my throat. Oh. Well, the sound of, there's the sound of that was like... Uh, mm. That's the sound I heard. Hmm. Weird. Must we'll be. have to edit that out in post-production. Yes, in post. To send it to our studio. So um, let's get on this. Uh, the game we're going to talk about today, tonight. Like law games. And I think we should make this very clear. We podcast when we, we have both mutually beaten a game. That's when we podcast. We don't have a weekly requirement. We don't have a, like, oh, every month we do a podcast. We found it works best when we have games that we have both mutually beaten. And it's usually after Matt has beaten it because he takes forever to get through anything. Yep. So, uh, Matt beat Assassin's Creed how long ago? Uh, Assassin's Creed? Revelations, sorry. Oh, Revelations. <clears throat> I beat it a month ago. Okay, and I beat it in December. So yeah. that can kind of give you an idea of our timeline, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, that's that's I, I how did, much more time Kenny has to play I, video games. I did, uh, well, and do other things as well. Like, read about video games. <laughs> and podcast about and video podcast. games. Well, no, I mean, that barely happens anymore. And tell you about all these great video games that you're missing playing, because, I don't know, I think... I think you the are, difference you between, are wasting time tonight, Kenny. I think the difference between you and I is your uh, wife cares about you. <laughs> uh, I think you know, this, this, is the, this is the reason why we, we don't have as many listeners, because you talk too much. Actually, we have uh, listeners, but they just don't tell us. Mm. Because I talk too much. Nice one. Nice one, Matt. <clears throat> For it is I who talks too much. Mm-hmm. Well, I only talk too much when you ask me to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, back to the back to the topic at hand. Shiver me timbers. Right. So back, back 80s, to the topic at hand. We uh we finally came to Jesus and uh Matt beat uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations and then he went on vacation. Yeah. For a month. What an asshole. What an asshole. And now here we are talking about one of our favorite series of all time and how we've watched it destroy itself. Yeah. It's 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 a lot like you actually. I don't know what that means. Is that a reference to my weight, Matt? <laughs> is that what that is? No. No, it's Listen, not. Listen, those it's it's aren't gonna eat themselves. So for the uninitiated, uh, you could you could um, treat yourself 
and go back in time and listen to one of our previous podcasts, which wasn't too long ago, in which we discussed uh, a different game in this series uh, multiple times. But, you know, before we had the format where we used to limit these podcasts to one game uh, to try and, you know, get Kenny to not talk too much and keep the podcast shorter. Right. We used, we used to talk about whatever we wanted at the time. And Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood, was it at the time? Yes. Took up multiple podcasts, many minutes of multiple podcasts. Right. Uh, there were problems with that one, too. Uh, mainly that it wasn't as good as Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. But we still really liked it. <coughs> and it's funny. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> Must be that Chipotle burrito uh, effect. <coughs> yeah, they'll get you. <coughs> it comes through the internet straight from your belly, Matt, to my, uh, to my, I don't know, throat holes. Whatever they're fucking called. Well, that's what they made mute buttons for, Kenny. Um, uh, in those podcasts, we praised brotherhood a lot but in retrospect i think we were just excited to have an assassin's creed game yeah i mean <clears throat> if you're really going to be critical about it i mean we i'm sure we no gave no, it no a, never mind it's fair I, shake no no i don't i'm, I'm sorry man i i really don't want to be critical uh, about it well, we should i really think we should well i appreciate that it was good it was good but it had it had some some problems with it, all of which I believe we called out at some point in time. But yeah, we, we loved Assassin's Creed 2 so much that that love had not quite fully um, left us, I don't think. and so It carried was, on. It carried but, on yeah, into Brotherhood. There was a little bit of carryover into Brotherhood. Right. And, and uh, maybe maybe uh, a veil over our eyes. Yes. A veil over our eyes about all the flaws of Brotherhood. But yeah. we're very fortunate because by the time Revelations came out... That veil had been completely lifted from our eyes. Yep, and and thrown on the ground uh, into a pile of shit, and then and then was subsequently shat on again, <laughs> right? And then got peed on because you really can never have enough shit on your there, veil. There was just so much shitting on that veil. <laughs> it was very unclean. We had to replace it. We did. Um, yeah. And now we hate Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we hate it so much that... Um, they announced a new series with a new character, which is what we want. And, uh, well, what I want. But that's another. That's a, that is yeah. another. And we have to, we have to look at it and, and wait for it critically uh, with, with, you know, high speculation rather than being excited for it, which is exactly... The opposite of what you're trying, what you should be trying to do, Ubisoft. Yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, just a little thing. I know I'm going everywhere tonight, but you know I haven't talked to you in so long. Uh, I downloaded this piece of software so that we record this, and right as we're talking about this, Matt, I see a notice go up that says, "Enter your license key to maintain full quality," and then it's like a fucking <laughs> countdown to enter my license key. So everyone, full quality is still going to happen. I got there in time. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah. Anyway, back to I really appreciate it. Revelations. There's a lot to cover. We've been gone for so long. People have missed us. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's uh, some way we might be able to segue um, a shitty software experience with like a forced license for quality thing into somehow talking about UPlay. Is there, is there some way we could do that, Kenny? Uh, no. Uplay wasn't as bad in this game as it was in the previous game, but we didn't play any multiplayer on this game. No, no, we didn't. At all. Nope. In fact, 
We love the previous games multiplayer a lot, <laughs> but it was impossible for us to get a match. But we still loved it enough that we considered it. But this game was so disappointing to both of us that we just, we didn't, we stopped. Matt had to, I had to send Matt like reminder notifications to finish Assassin's Creed Revelation so that we could. Uh, he was literally like a life life. coach. I was, I was, I was like, come on, just fucking finish this. Yeah. I was like, Mass Effect 3 is coming out in two days. You need to wrap this up before you're gone forever. Yeah, how fucked up is that? Like, literally, after all the time, seriously, the only the only reason I was compelled to finish Assassin's Creed Revelation is A, because I love podcasting. Right. Um, and everyone, B, everyone here knows your well-documented love of podcasting. Yeah, Matt. yeah, it's well you don't known. You have to say it. And, and two, or B, if I said A, I'm not sure which one I started with. Two B. Okay, or B, two B. Um, Mass Effect. Mass Effect was the catalyst that's how that's how shitty this game was. Is that another game that's actually good had to come out in order for me to be like, ugh, fine, I'll trudge through this until I get you know to the end, so that I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's not on my conscience when I'm playing Mass Effect. For me though, when I was in San Diego and I just was like, uh, and I was I was handicapped a little. Uh, it was something to do, and it was definitely something to do. Yeah. I think actually, if I recall, I think I'm just now, at this point, um, I've just absorbed all your thoughts about it. That now I have that I that I think in the negative about the game. But when I finished it, I actually thought it was okay. Like I didn't think it was bad. No, you didn't. No. No. Here's here's what happened. You started playing it, and and let's. I, I guess we'll have to do the full chronological right. you know breakdown here. This is so, also such a crappy game that it's one of the few games we're going to actually talk about. The story of us playing the game more than the actual game itself. Right, exactly. Um, so you you had played uh, Uncharted three. Yeah, and that game was disappointing. Right. For different reasons. Right. And then you started playing this, and your main feedback to me, the positive feedback, <laughs> was that you felt really happy to be playing Assassin's Creed Revelations because uh, it was more. It was less boring to be walking around again as an assassin than it was to be walking around again as Nathan Drake. <laughs> so that, that's how excited you were when you first started playing. And that's initially what you were emailing and texting me about, yeah. um, about how much, how enjoyable it was. It's really enjoyable to be an assassin again. And right. it seemed like that lasted for about the first 25% of the game. Yeah. And after that, <laughs> you just kept jabbing me with these little texts like, when are you going to start? When are you going to start playing Assassin's Creed Revelations? Because I hadn't started yet. Uh, almost under the pretense of like, dude, wait till you play this game. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> I, know, I really wondered what you thought. Because the elements that were kind of classical Assassin's Creed stuff were still solid. Like, there were still solid elements. It's just the new stuff they added was completely useless to the point where some of it was just awful. Uh so let's uh, let's leap of faith into into this, Kenny, and uh, and start picking this apart. So uh, uh, I'll go first with uh, quite frankly what is absolutely the most noticeable shitty thing about this game. Uh, you turn it on. It has a dirty Italian in it. You start playing right away. I I believe, if I remember correctly, you start playing as Desmond. Yeah. Oh, on God. the fucking island. Oh, God, I just Animus had flashbacks. Island. Yeah, I just had so flashbacks to Desmond's. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you start playing as Desmond on Animus Island. Uh, 
Animus Island is the biggest joke of a concept uh, I, I've experienced in a while. But that's not the worst part about it. The worst part about it is that they changed the way Desmond looked. Oh, that didn't bother me. For no reason. They just upgraded the graphics engine. No, that's they the didn't. They changed the, they changed the features on his face. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he looks different, and it's subtle and stupid, and I don't know why they did it. So yeah, that, that annoyed me. That's and then, silly. That's no. a stupid thing to get huffy and puffy about. And then you start playing uh, as Ezio. And they replaced him with a dirty Italian. And they changed the way he looked. Now, now granted, he got older. You're just not going to let me go with this dirty Italian joke, are you? <laughs> he didn't just become... It's okay. I'm a, one of them. He didn't just become a decrepit, decrepit older-looking version of Ezio. They changed the way that his face looked as well, and he looks like a fucking monkey. Like, oh, he, he, he okay. literally looks like a... Now b- I'm offended. It's okay when I say it, Matt. But when you say it, it's just offensive. Did you, did you not get the monkey vibe from the shape of his face and, like, the way they made him look? What are you saying, Matt? All Italians in the Renaissance era are monkeys, and their ancestors or their descendants are assholes and are terrible people? Because no, that's I, what I'm getting. I wasn't saying that's that. That's what I'm getting from this. I, I, I was hinting at that. Oh, no, okay. um, no he's, he literally looks like a Neanderthal with a beard. That, that's what he looks like. Well, I was playing... Canadian Counter-Strike, and they all look like assholes. <laughs> so, Canadian Counter-Strike is where they throw hockey sticks at each other and then forgive each other at the end of the game. And so it says he, everybody wins. Everybody wins. That's a, a weird thing to get huffy and puffy about, but I just thought like the, the, the changes they had made to the visuals of the characters weren't valuable in any way. Well, they upgraded the entire graphics engine, so they had to have better textures for the for his no, face. no, better textures doesn't mean that your nose is completely different and your cheeks are completely different Well, maybe just a shape. higher definition. What are you saying about his nose now? The fuck I'm, is this, Matt? That, that was, <laughs> what, that do was you think, what do you think about Italians? Jeez, just lay it out there for everyone. No, Desmond's nose was different. He was oh. always bullish. He had like a weird, fatter nose. He just looked weird. Trust me, Kenny, there will be at least one person who listens to this podcast that will agree with me. Shame on you. Yeah. Yeah, there's one person called uh, Racist Man. <laughs> racist Man 68. <laughs> uh, all right, what's next? He's Your turn. He's a 10-year-old kid from Brighton, England, and he's pissed. Pick, pick the thing that you think, uh, that you know I'll think is most aloof of you to be upset about, and then go, go ahead and talk about it. No, because I know that... Uh, Everything uh, that that I'll just say things that you totally agree with uh, that are terrible. All right. Well, let's start. I mean, this is what this is what the people paid for. Let's give it to them. All right. The tower defense mechanism. Oh fuck! <laughs> God, that is so horrible. Uh, the story. Well, no, we gotta we gotta explain it a little bit here. Oh, sorry. So uh, in like, Assassin's Creed Revelation, there's a tower defense game. There we go. Yeah, it's it's a tower defense game that you have to play through. It's it's like a it's like a side mission. You don't really have to. You just do it like once, and then you can actually not do it ever again. You you cannot do it if you never, you know, ever buy more than three buildings in a row to raise your status to the point where they're going to attack another one of your towers. Well, listen, it was how's, how's that for a fucking game concept? Like you go around doing good things to the city, and then your notoriety increases. And then your notoriety is going to be all red, and the Templars are going to come attack your base, and you got to play tower defense. Like, who 
in their right mind thought that was a good idea. Oh, you know what pissed me off? Speaking of terrible things, how boring was Constantinople? Fucking boring. It was so boring. It's like this they could have made such a beautiful city, but it felt like they just reused assets from the previous games. Yeah. God. Yeah, so I mean it's it's no one I don't think anyone ever complained in Assassin's Creed 2 that there weren't enough stupid side quests. I don't believe that was a complaint that needed to be fulfilled. Well, I mean it was obviously they were just trying to add new mechanisms without having to build a whole nother thing. Right, but but I don't get that. I don't understand when people have Because Electronic Arts wants no Activision which who which one is it? It's Ubisoft. Yeah, whoever. They all want the same money from the same shit. But people I don't people would buy it. If if you made another game that had what was good about Assassin's Creed 2 and you made that game and it was Assassin's Creed 3 and it was a new character and he was in a different city with different types of things and maybe you changed up some of the game mechanics. Okay, so that's a different game you're describing. I mean, you're describing a continuation of the series, but... Yes, I'm I'm talking about how you make a fucking game. That's what Assassin's Creed 3 is. That's what they're saying it is. Well, I mean, it sounds from the descriptions that that's what it's like. No, because you know what's going to happen? No, no. They're, they're probably going to do all the things they should no, have No, because I can't kill Italians, Kenny. <laughs> they're going to change the setting. They're going to change the character. They're going to put you in the woods instead of a city. So instead of climbing buildings, you're going to climb trees. Oh, and that's great. And maybe you're going to have a tomahawk and a bow instead of throwing knives and a, and a sword. But, you know, am I going to have to go collect twigs and fashion my own arrows, you fucking assholes? Like, that's what they're going to have in there. There's going to be arrow crafting stations. <laughs> Actually, there's not. They've talked about a lot of the changes. That, well, here's here's how I'm viewing this. Let me let me step oh, yeah. back. You, yeah, Again, this is this is a podcast. We are so disappointed in Assassin's Creed Revelations <laughs> that it's bringing up other infuriating like topics about the series. Yeah, so semi-related at least. Semi-related. Well, we just don't really want to talk about how terrible it is. It's really bad. Um, I do want to talk about it, and I don't want to run out of time until we give this game its fair punishment, so hurry up. Uh, nothing. Let's go back to what you're going to do. No, I want you to start complaining about more things in more detail. So you started with Tower Defense. Okay. I'll, I'll throw another one on. So I think this list. is like Call of Duty, where if it's um, Infinity Ward making the game, it's going to be high quality, and then if there's that other studio, it's going to be shitty. So all these other games were done by other studios with the like <laughs> guidance of the Montreal studio, but Assassin's Creed Three is the first one done by the Montreal studio since two. Mm-hmm. So you know, so I think it's going to be a higher bar. Yep. So the tower defense game is terrible because I mean it's a fucking tower defense game in Assassin's Creed. It's yeah, not. Like, it's not a difficult equation to be like, oh, what the fuck is that doing there? Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the more difficult one, but but equally annoying, is the bomb crafting, which is just retarded. Yeah, I didn't care. I mean, it didn't bother me, but you don't have to really do it. No, but that's the whole point. Why is it in there? Oh, well, some of the bombs are cool. I, no, one bomb was cool. The fucking cherry bomb with the noises that distracts guards. And you know why that's cool? Because you're an assassin. So you would actually use a bomb like that. Well, I also you're going to use bomb. the sticky sticky lava bomb or the one that shoots tacks out of it. Like, I did no. like the sticky bombs; those were fun. <sighs> well, See, this is bombs. why, Kenny. This is why. What? This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice assassin creeds. 
We did have a nice Assassin Creed once. Don't you bring it up. Because <laughs> you like the sticky bombs. I do like the sticky bombs. <laughs> did you say sticky buns or sticky bombs? Because I'm willing to go with both at this point. That's yeah, for another podcast. That is for our sticky buns podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so what I mean, what else can we, can we possibly say about this game? Uh, Getting sticky with Matt and Kenny. The story sucks. Um, really bad. Specifically, it's not just that the the the, the main driving story is is boring and unfulfilling, but oh, the Altair sequences. Oh, oh my God. Oh, let's let's do a collective uh on three. One, two, three. Uh, oh. it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So the the way they they bridge this gap and 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 bring uh, power to the title of Revelation is Completely you go around Constantinople and you pick up these books supposedly. That are never in a very good spot. They're like sitting on top of a rooftop. Like no one could have ever found that. Uh, but you see it with your magical eyes and you go get it. And that book reveals a location where you can go and then find... What the hell were those things called? Uh, they're like door gems or some shit. They're like little keys that Altair yeah, split keys. up and distributed amongst the city. Right. No, not Actually, Altair. Marco Polo's dad. Well, no, so he gave them to I think to his Mark- name is Bill Polo, if I'm correct. <laughs> I think his name was Ralph Lauren. Altair gave them to Bill Polo, who then went to Constantinople. And it got attacked, and he couldn't escape, so he decided, oh, I'll just split them up here. I'll just climb on the fucking roofs. Yeah, I'll just climb up on that rooftop and put it underneath a rock. Yeah. No one will find it for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Even though all of the Templars are looking for it. All of them. Yeah, so you find these little, uh, yeah, so you go to these locations based on the books, and then you pick up a key, and you have to collect five keys to open up the, the sa- Altair's secret safe uh, to learn of the secret. And secret each safe, you- which is just a really thick door. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll get to that. Which no one so- <laughs> can open without these keys. Yeah, so each time you collect one of these keys, you go back to your hideout, Um and you sit down, and you do two things. One, you write your sister a letter. <laughs> yeah, like, what? With your stupid Italian act, Claudia, I found another key. I've fallen in love with a librarian. <laughs> Claudia. Claudia. You know, it's like, and, uh, and then you have an acid flashback um, where you play as Altair. And really, you either do one of two things. You either Altair play- being, for those who don't know, the, the, the character... From Assassin's Creed, the first Assassin's Creed game, not the 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 original game. Yes, Assassin's Creed One. Um, yeah, so you play as him, as young Altair once, and you do a little bit of killing, and the rest of the time you're playing as either middle-aged Altair, where you're just kind of running around trying to find something, or even worse, the last two times you play as him, you play as old, decrepit, somewhere between 80, and I'm not joking, 92 years old Altair, where you literally hobble around <laughs> super slowly from one milestone to the next. I'll tell you what was better than this. The desert scene in Uncharted 3. You're not, you're not fucking joking, man. It was way better. It was way better because at least I was in a desert and it looked awesome and, you know, great. Yes, I, this do, was I like, do know great. This was like, okay. Yeah, I, it was I really a, awful. I need was... a cane, you know. 
But it was awesome because you know, um, you know the 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 movement mechanic where you push slightly forward and your character walks, and slightly more, and he kind of you know hops a bit, and then all the way forward and he runs. This was like you'd you'd be walking as old Altair, and you'd literally be like shuffle stepping, and then you'd Terrible. press you'd press A to run. And he would like shuffle steps slightly faster. Like they actually put in. But a then second... run out of breath. Yeah, and then run out of breath after ten feet and go, <gasps> and you'd have to wait for a second. Like yeah. they they went to the trouble of putting that mechanic in because they thought it would entertain who exactly. They wanted it to be narrative. Yes. And it's power. Mm. It was um that was bad. What else was bad? The other storyline wasn't as bad. It's always cool to take over like. Like in- intrigue, political intrigue. Uh, so the yeah the uh, the son of the sultan, the sultan. Yeah, uh, the hell was his name? I can't remember. Uh, but he was that that part was good. That part was that part was okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but yeah, who's the your main uh, assassins guy in Constantinople? Who's just like oh Ezio? <laughs> Let's run around the city. I don't know. Yeah, come on, the big I guy. Think his name was Charlie. Yeah, Charlie Poe. Charlie Assassin, I believe was his full name. Doctor <laughs> Charlie Assassin. Yeah, that's how memorable he was. I remember, uh, you know, for to to continue our trend okay, of spoiling throughout all the Assassin's Creed games, I have so much trouble remembering who the characters are, why we're killing them, and what they need. Like this isn't just a problem with this game. Like it's really hard to follow the the, the like different historical figures throughout each game yeah so that that's still the case in this one but the thing that that made it worse for me is that in previous games even though there were plenty of characters and you had to kill a lot of them and it was really hard to keep track of them there was a suspense and a build towards each of those kills right plus in you had assassination game, missions yeah and it, and to There's make no it assassination worse, mission there's like one right so the the worst part about this is that literally the the two guys that are your arch enemies in this game that you are really trying to kill. One of them, you don't even really know is your arch enemy until he shows up on a big boat at the end. He's like, Oh, I'm your arch enemy. And you didn't even know it. And then you systematically chase him down and kill him. Like that's it. And then you're done. Yeah. And then you go to cave city. Yeah. And then, and then the other guy is this old fat dude who just would, would never be able to hold a stick in a fight against you as an assassin and literally puts up a fight. You kill him very quickly and then you're done with it. It was like, Really? Those are the bad guys in this game? Yeah. It was I could bad. give a shit. Uh, you know, it was good, to the game's credit. The platforming sequences are particularly beautiful. Uh, yeah, where they go into, like, Prince of Persia mode. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. That was re- that was pretty. I like those. They all were kind of interesting mechanics, too. Uh, I like that. The first one was, like, a sneak one. The second one was, like, a platformer. The third one was, like, this cool boat race where you're running around after some guys. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that was probably the best the best part of the game, those, f- like, four sequences. Yeah, well, I remember, I, I can think back to us talking about those Brotherhood. Those were to get the keys, I believe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we talked about that in Brotherhood, that um, we already felt like in Brotherhood there were too many side missions, and really what we would do is we would um, focus on, on the story, and if we kept anything in, it would be those uh, Wolf Den missions, which were, ex- those were the platform missions in, in Brotherhood. So yeah. they, they didn't do either of those. The, the, the platforming ones were still too few and far between. And the story was shitty. 
and then they add in a whole bunch of other stuff that I could I could really care less about. You know that's another crappy thing about Assassin's Creed Revelations? It wasn't Batman Arkham City. It, it wasn't a good game, yes. It wasn't Batman Arkham City. That's another thing that was really sucky about I really, it. I really, really wish it was another Batman Arkham City. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah, so, jeez. Uh, We're out of time. Well, and so is Assassin's Creed as far as I'm concerned. Nice. Out of time. Nice seg. Yeah? Yeah, this is the end of the podcast. Much like <laughs> that game's the end of the series in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. That was, was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't played it yet, uh, you, really, you really shouldn't. You should not play that game. You should not give people money who made that game. No. I mean, because really. Because it, it will break our hearts again if you buy it. it I, it's funny to be in a place where I, I literally, honestly, deep down in my heart, wish that if the problem was money... That what Ubisoft should have done is not released Assassin's Creed Revelations, started working on Assassin's Creed 3, and charged twice as much for it. Because yeah. I would have paid it. I don't think most people are in that position. I'm just saying. That's to pay how $120 dollars for a game. <laughs> I'm just saying that's how bad this game Realistic, is. Realistic, though. I like that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's my straightforward, you know, Canadian mind. Uh, I thought Canadians were all about lowering the prices and helping each other. No. No? They're about doubling the prices and yeah. hating Italians? We want things to be really expensive. Yeah, except then your dollar went up in value, you fuckers. <laughs> so yeah, Assassin's Creed Revelation sucks. Don't play it. Um, it will, it'll spare you the, uh, the, the emotional state that I'm currently in, which is that I'm having a really hard time. He's getting, frazzled right now. Getting excited in the least about the new Assassin's Creed, even yeah, though... Hurt. Like, I, I don't think there's been a podcast where you've been this aggressive. Oh, no. Did you die? What? Uh, you cut out there. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're cutting out, too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait, you're back. Oh, you you can you could... No, you're, you're cutting out again. Fuck, man. No, you're back. Oh, man, we need to hire an IT guy. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Chips and Bits podcast. I'm Matthew Anderson. No, you're not. Um, so there hasn't <laughs> been a podcast since what? Uh, Uncharted. That what? I've been this vocal or disappointed in a game? Oh, oh yeah, we're going there. I thought you were literally asking if there hadn't been a podcast. There hasn't been a, a podcast <laughs> that you've been <laughs> that you've been ag- this aggressive about. Hmm. Well, that's good. You know, I, I, I think that based on all the games we've ever podcasted about, this is the one that disappointed me the most. So You still have to play Heavy Rain. Well, I, I will. Sure. Sure you will. Fuck But I, I don't have high expectations for that. So That's good. You yeah, also so have to play Journey. I'm going to play that. You're an asshole. Get on this that. shit. The people are waiting. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish Mass Effect 3 this weekend. This uh, is why we don't make money from things, Matt. It's because of you. We don't make money because this of snarky what... attitude, Kenny. No, people love snarky attitudes. Yeah, sure they do. Keep telling yourself that. Keep telling yourself that. That's what <laughs> I hear. Do you have any final words that you want to say about Assassin's Creed? <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> Remember, this, this, is, this is under the notion that hopefully somewhere in a magical land, 
a, a higher up at Ubisoft is listening to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure after this they'll they'll listen to us too. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't you want to get us on your side with Assassin's Creed Three, Ubisoft? Uh, dear Ubisoft, you guys are killing it right now. Yep, literally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like it's about time to end this show. So uh, we'll say goodbye and hope that next time we come in a better mood. Talking about a better game. Did you know? Did you notice that awkward pause there? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was reading your, your uh, interest in continuing. Well, to be fair, I was, I was burping at the moment, and I was trying to keep it away from the mic. That's good. Like I said, you know, they they have mute buttons for these things. Kenny. I don't know what that means. What does this word mute mean? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been another episode of Chips and Bits. Uh, I'm Matthew Anderson signing off. And somebody else is about to do the same. (laughs) And I'm Kenny Myers, staying on for two to three more minutes to talk to you about Assassin's Creed Revelations. When I first got Assassin's Creed Revelations in December of 2011, I sat down at the couch and I started playing it. Much to uh, my own personal joy, I discovered that the game was more of Assassin's Creed. And boy, it was fun to be back in that world. Over time, though, and after sending erotic sex to Matt, I uh, came to realize that what I was playing was actually just a repeat of every single game that I'd been through before. Not only that, but things from those games were appearing, including generic-looking characters, boring missions, way too much stuff to do, weird things like tower defense mechanisms, and other stuff like that. Occasionally, I would run into a mission that I found incredibly enjoyable, that involved so much cool stuff and just looked so great that I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is good. And then the next mission would completely fall flat on its face. And so at the end of it, I put my controller down and decided that from this day forward, I would never play an Assassin's Creed game again. This is Kenny Myers of the Chips and Bits podcast, signing off. <laughs>